Jack and Josh found grown-ups too funny. So now it's their punishment to get blended. This is Truly Happily Madison. Um, hit the theme. Oh, good morning. Oh, guten Morgen. Ah, no, no, no. Wrong country. Oh, sorry. <laughs> that's from Europe. But that's, that's, that's not where this film is set. That's, uh, that's from uh, um, what, what's the Jean-Claude Van Damme in Just Go With It. Uh, is Jean-Claude was, Van Damme was he just called? Go With It? No, it wasn't Just Go With It. It was Dolph Lundgren. Dolph Lundgren. Yeah, yes, Nick yes, Swarton yes, played yes. Dolph Lundgren in Just yes, Go yes, With Yes, yes, of course, yes. Hi, Josh Pappenheim. Hello, Jack Gregson. Oh, introductions, introductions. <laughs> we love them. How you doing, buddy? I'm all right. You know, I'm all right. It's another week. It's another. I I I kind of quit my job this week. So like. Oh what? Uh, like, like, <laughs> that didn't come good. up on the pre-screening. No, we were too busy discussing in the Heights' financial failure for me to discuss my own life. Um, yeah, I uh, I'll tell you more about it later. But like, it's fine. I'm a <laughs> freelancer. Whatever. Who yeah. cares? Like, what is work? What is life? To be honest, I think we put too much stock on work and life when we should really be focusing on the important things like uh, blending. <laughs> like blending. I wasn't sure where you were going to go there. <laughs> work and life. Let's just not do either. Yeah, let's blend. <laughs> blend. Just Josh, you blend. know I love a smoothie. Yeah, same. They're nice. Do you prefer a, a thin smoothie or a thick smoothie. I, I like a thick smoothie. Mm, you like those bits getting all up in your teeth. I do. I'm, do you know, like, most mornings I make myself a smoothie. Because you're such a smoothie. I'm such a smoothie. Such do a, a little, I do a little bit of raspberry banana with some Oof. with some peanut butter. Ooh, a little bit of... What are you using as the base? Milk? I use milk as the base, yeah. Mm. I put some honey in there. And you know what? Ooh. I go fucking crazy. Put some crunchy nut granola in there, too. What the fuck? You're a yeah. maverick, man. It's all right. It's, you know what? It wakes me up every day. It's, it's delicious. And <laughs> I use the frozen raspberries, so it's cold as shit. Mm. And I'm not spending so much money on raspberries, because mm. that shit's fucking expensive. That is expensive shit, yo. Yeah. Get you that shit go, from Iceland. Do you ever go to Boost? Boost! Yeah, I used to go to Boost all the time. Yeah. When it's I expensive. Not anymore. Like, yeah, expensive. Big expense. But it's it's nice. <laughs> it's a treat. I remember when I went to America during my gap year, and I was there three months, and all I could. All did you wait, wait, wait? When you went to America on your gap year, did you uh, go on somebody else's trip <laughs> and end up with a girl you'd been on a date with, who you didn't get on with, and your children and their children had opinions? <laughs> yes, and then I wrote a script about my. Uh, in endurance, no, my ordeal, and signed a deal of my own oh. with a small production company. Some of you may have heard of Warner Brothers Pictures. Warner Brothers Pictures. <laughs> I was going to say all I dreamt of was Jamba Juice, and then I had one. It's pretty good. 
You ever have orange julius? No. Is that like jamba juice? No. <laughs> as far as I know, it's Is not. it related? No, but well, it's related in the sense that it's like a American uh, place that we've heard tell of. Mm. I, just, I quite like the name <laughs> Orange Julius, don't you? I do. I'm yeah, looking up nice. now if it was founded by someone called Julius. Who was from the Netherlands. Why? Huh? Why would they be from the Netherlands? Because their colours orange, right? Oh. Started by Julius Freed. Good there stuff. There you go. There you go. I once went out with a girl who we went to see the motion picture Booksmart together. Mm. She was American, as we've stated before in this podcast. They're always American. Um, uh, And the only part of Booksmart she laughed at was that someone references Jamba Juice. And I was like, oh, why why are you laughing so much at that? She's like, Jamba Juice doesn't exist anymore. (laughs) (gasps) No. And I was like, that. I was, hey, I was sort of like confused, like why that is the only thing she found funny in a delightful motion picture. Yeah, that's a six out of five film. Also, it looks like Jamba Juice does exist, so I think she's just stupid. <laughs> Could be, buddy. Could be. Yeah, they just uh, last year they opened their first location in Tokyo. That's nice. So they're going from strength to strength. Yeah. You and me, we'll go to Tokyo next year. Mm. We'll go to Jamba Juice. Drift it up. Yeah. Truly, happily, Tokyo. Uh, yeah, that's <laughs> good. We'll cover all Tokyo-based comedies. I think it's probably becoming apparent to the listener that we don't want to talk about this film. What film? <laughs> Jamba Juice, the movie. Oh, I'd watch it. No, you know, like the <laughs> listeners like a little slice of our life. I guess they do. But you know, I guess they the, the, do. But you know, what else they're here for is that each week you hosts Jack Gregson and Josh Pappenheim discuss the entire filmography of Happy Madison Productions from nineteen ninety nine to current day. Yeah, nice. And this week we're 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 talking about a movie. We are. We're talking about uh, a movie that I I feel like is very close to Josh's heart. Hmm. Because, Josh, you worked on this movie. You're part of the principal production. I did. If you look me up on IMDb, you won't find me attached to this film because that's not how social media works. But yes, this was one of the first films that I worked on as a young social media marketing executive community manager. Social media buck, as they call them. Yeah, young buck, ready to post. This film is called Blundered. Blondied. Blended. How great is it that this is available on two streaming platforms at the moment? Is it two? It's available on Prime and Netflix. Oh, perfect. Yes. That's good. The people need to see this film. <laughs> and and luckily they can. They can. Across multiple streaming services. In any way they want. Any yeah. way they want it, that's the way they need it. That's the way they need it. Blend, blend me, baby. Yeah, it's called Blended. Um... Josh, do you have a IMDb plot summary synopsis thing? Uh, I do. I don't know which yeah. one to read. Let's go with this one. This one's got a name. <laughs> After a blind date gone horribly wrong, Jim and Lauren agree they never, ever want to see each other again. Never. Well, never. <laughs> Well, that's all about to change when the two find themselves and their respective families 
including children, all stuck together in one suite at an wait, wait, African wait, safari wait. vacation spot. Wait a yeah, I don't. Right, Are you <laughs> including children? Yes. What else do they mean? What it's else only, do they mean by family? It's it's only children. It's only fucking children. It's not like their parents or with them, or like their brother or sister or like oh, it no, is. It's not. The, it, it's <laughs> it's not including children. It's just like it should it's, just say and their respective children. Or they could just they could have just left it as and their respective families. No, because Done. you know what? I get it. With families, that implies that, like, mum is coming, grandma. Um... Yeah, all right. Well... Just say, and their children. Yeah, but No, but if you say respective families and their children. No, oh, just what? don't say and their children fam- instead of, instead Res- of families. Respective, yeah. Yes. <laughs> well, thank you, D. Allen Wilson slash comedye.com. Wait, wait, no, is there more? No, that's it. Oh, there's more. There's no more. There's no more. Uh... Yeah, so you worked on this film, Josh. <laughs> I did. Because I, I I find the marketing for this film quite shit. Mm. Um, were you ever perplexed as as to the poster um, when you were working on it? What, when they're just pointing at each other? They're not pointing at each other. Drew Barrymore is pointing at Sadler. Y- yes. And, and there's just, two giraffes fucking in the background. It just says, Sandler Barrymore, blended. <laughs> yeah. There's no tagline. <laughs> Coming soon. <laughs> Maybe that's the tagline. <laughs> I just clicked through to what the first featured image of this film is. <laughs> that's a good featured image. It's good. Um, uh, it's actually the 59th featured image. Oh, is it? But oh. It's just the next one after the poster. <laughs> Alright. They got through 57 promotional images before they hit the poster. <laughs> There's lots of... But there is there is one tagline um, mm. for... There is a tagline for the film because they did some character posters. Oh. And it's... Um, I'm just trying to find the, the, the tagline. I'm trying to find it. <laughs> so the character poster... Is, I mean, they did loads of posters for this without a tagline, mm. which I just think is so weird because it's. But then again, it's a film that has nothing going on in it. Um, so I guess like taglining it is kind of ridiculous. So it's um, there's one of uh, Drew Barrymore in her parachute thing, and it says "Single Mom Flying Solo." That's good. Um, and then uh, one of and Sandler riding an ostrich. And mm. it's a single dad, no clue. <laughs> yep. <laughs> At least the flying solo one makes sense. Ish. Like, it's not the... very funny. No, it's not funny, but like, no, of course it's not funny, but it, it works with the picture. It's like the sort of caption you'd get in Private Eye. You know, it's not funny, but it makes sense. You're implying that Private Eye isn't hilarious. <laughs> yes, I'm a sixty-year-old Lib Dem supporter. You're making an implication. I'm not. No, I could I. I couldn't possibly be. Are you implying that Ian Hislop doesn't make you piss your pants? Cackle, cackle with lols. Yes, like no, it. that is. I like have I got news for you? Yeah, it's good, isn't it? When it's just 
old men. It's not always old men. Just reacting by going, huh, Donald Trump. And everyone goes, <laughs> How dare you? I enjoy that show of a Friday night. Yeah, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. It's not Mock the Week. No, that's it's exactly the same. It's just like, Donald week. Trump did a cum. <laughs> are you, are you know, fuck you, Josh. <laughs> Your stakes of comedy. <laughs> sorry, oh. it's not fucking the Arc de Triomphe, but you find that <laughs> really funny. I do find that extremely funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh. See, that's good, Jack. You saying that is funnier than anything. I've ever heard on Mock the Week, or Have I Got News for You, or The Mash Report, or The Late Show, or a- anything. Oh. Uh, Have you got some stats? Lol. Uh, yeah, this is directed by the great Frank Karachi. The Karach? No, this is a reunion. Because, <gasps> of course, Frank Karach directed The Wedding Singer. Yes. Didn't direct Fifty First States. No. So. Who did? That one uh, Peter Seagal, director oh, of your yeah. favourite film, uh, um, Anger Management. Oh, yeah, true. And Nutty Professor 2, The Clumps. The Clumps. <laughs> nice, good work. <laughs> this one. We've just got the crash. This one stars Adam Sandler, mm. Drew Barrymore, mm. Kevin Nealon, mm. Terry Crews, mm. and Wendy McLendon Covey. Actually, in this film, instead of when I thought it was her, and here comes the boom. <laughs> yeah, she she's heard your calls. <laughs> she actually answered them. She has um, one of my only laughs in this movie, so that's good for her. Um, this came out on the twenty third of May, twenty fourteen, mm-hmm. and strangely, for a Happy Madison production. This is budgeted at forty million. What? This is budgeted I, what? at forty million. Forty. Mi- are you telling me that a film where they go, it's an entire holiday in a luxury hotel in South Africa? But we'll get to that in South Africa with this cast costs half the amount of money. As Grown Ups 2, I mean, yes, the greatest comedy ever made, but Grown Ups 2, that's yeah. set in just a shit town somewhere. This, is, this cost half the amount of money of Grown Ups 2, Grown Ups, <laughs> Zookeeper, uh, uh, Just Go With It, which uh, is weird because it's essentially a remake of Just Go With It. Yeah, basically. <laughs> um, it costs like, l- like less than half of the longest yard mm. click. Fuck off. I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry cost 85 Fuck. mil. Little Nicky was 85 mil. 85. You don't mess with the Zohan. 90 million dollars. Oh. But and you this. know what? It still costs 20 mean machines. <laughs> this is the... I'm just trying to figure out on... Because obviously films that don't start Amazon cost less. And unfortunately this is one of the last times we'll have budgets for one of these movies, because when they go to Netflix, Shit. Ain't, ain't no budgets disclosed. Really? Yeah. Oh, and also no box office. What the fuck are no we going to do? Office. We'll just have to make shit up. Actually, no, there's a budget for the do-over. Apologies. Okay. Apologies. 
Um, but like Adam Sandler wise, the only films that cost less than this that starred him were Rain Over Me mm. and uh, Eight Crazy Nights. Mm. Good. <laughs> this is a wildly cheap movie for Adam Sandler. How? How have they done this? I can't. I... <laughs> it doesn't make any fucking sense. I don't know why this of all of them is so cheap. Do you think, I don't know, like, maybe Sandler, because, yeah, as we said, Sandler doesn't make, what, what, Africa funded it? Africa, yeah. (laughs) Do you think? It ends in a group of people stood in the shape of the continent of Africa. Oh, God, that's true. What you're saying, (laughs) this film is a psyop from Big Africa. (laughs) Big Africa. I the film now. ends with white people congregated in the shape of Africa. Yeah, I mean, obviously this is one of the most racist films I've ever seen, but, you know, we'll get on to that. <laughs> uh. So made for a budget of $40 million. Fuck off. Um, surprisingly, not a big hit in the US. What? Um, I'd say it's surprising. I could see the US eating up this pap. And I'm... Yeah, very good. Um... It made $46.3 million domestically. But weird even still (gasps) is that it made $81.7 million overseas. No, no it didn't. So, you know, it is still kind of a success for for Happy Madison. But, like, you can see the Netflix deal sort of being inked at this point. Yeah, yeah, big time. Like, is it? The, does it start from the next one? So no, the next one, the next Sandler oh. starer is um, Pixels, and that's yes, the yes, last yes. time outside of Happy of uh, Hotel Transylvania and Uncut Gems that you'll see Adam Sandler in a cinema. And let's wow. face it, Uncut Gems is uh, Netflix release in most countries. So yeah, true. Fuck. So um, this opened at number three at the U.S. box office behind. X-Men Days of Future Past and it's opening oh. week. Which is a weird one that like, they're like, we're going to go up against X-Men Days of Future Past. Do you think um, it's the same audience? Yeah. It is. <laughs> I'm saying this as someone who recently watched all the X-Men movies and all the Happy Madison movies. Yeah, true. Fair enough. Um, uh, Godzilla in its second week. Oh yeah. Back before right. Godzilla met Kong. And fell in love. Then uh, it was ahead of Bad Neighbours in its third week. Yep. Second week in a row that Bad Neighbours has it's been brought up. up on this show. And uh, ahead of um, The Amazing Spider-Man 2 in its fourth week. Mm. God, you know, we've just seen cinema decline as we've done <laughs> these box offices. Yeah, we're witnesses to history. Of the, like, this is why Steven Spielberg is now going to Netflix. This has got a Rotten Tomato score of 15%. Yeah. Higher than Grown Ups too. But why? <laughs> and the other comedies that came out in 2014 were Sex Tape. Do you remember mm-hmm. Sex Tape? Um, oh, I'm getting it confused with the other one. Is that J- Jason Segel? Segel and Cameron Diaz. Yes, 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 yes. And uh, they accidentally... up. It's one of those films where they're like, what's the cloud? fuck's sake that was like the whole plot of the film was this around the hack as well the sony like the hack. Mass hack 
No, not that one. The one that all the slabs. Probably got. is. It's not too far off the Sony hack, though. Yeah, true. And Sex Tape is a Sony film. Hmm. Hmm. Because the interview comes out Christmas 2014. So. Hmm. Oh, shit, I forgot that's what that's what it all came down to, wasn't it? Yeah. Do you remember the interview? I quite liked the interview. Uh, <laughs> I've seen it. Uh, 22 Jump Street was also out that year. Oh, I love that film. Top five. Yeah, that's good. That's good. It's Chris I Rock. enjoy that. It's not a Happy Madison movie. No, I really thought it was, though. I really wish it was. Yeah, but it's good. Um, it is. It's got DMX in it, RIP. DMX in top five is, like, hysterical. It's so good. That scene is ridiculously funny. <laughs> Yeah. Like, have I told you? Like, I have like a thing like in films and TV. Mm. If someone sings something bad, but like purposefully, like with, with all their heart, it's the funniest thing in the world to me. Yep, 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 yep. I get you. That so DMX singing "Smile" in Top Five. The what? other one is um uh. Who's the girl from Get Out? Um, and uh, and girls. Alison Williams? No. Alison Williams sounds right. Yeah, she's Brian Williams' daughter, isn't she? Yes, Alison Williams. Alison Williams. Williams. I think mm. that. Yeah, Alison Williams. Oh, wh- when she Alison does stronger. Williams, when she does stronger in girls is one of the funniest things I've seen in my entire life. It's so horrible. And I watch it like once a month. <laughs> oh, God. Because I think it's so hysterical. It can't be good for your mental health. It's. Oh, nothing is. So <laughs> <laughs> That fair. just like absolutely 100% is one of the funniest things. It's all, anytime someone tells me that Girls isn't a, TV, a good TV show, I'm just like, yeah, but what about that time Alison Williams is <laughs> stronger? Sing stronger. It's horrible. Yeah. That is good. <laughs> it is good stuff. Oh, Marnie. Marnie. Oh, Marnie, that's a name. Yeah. Marnie, Marnie, Marnie. Where would we be without Marnie? Uh, well, when Marnie was there... We didn't appreciate it. Don't. Because Mom and Marnie was there as the film that made me cry more than any other movie. <laughs> <laughs> I but I know the name. I literally remember it being in the cinema and bursting into tears. Jesus Christ. Is that, is oh, that getting all my... Ghibli? Ghibli? Yeah. Ghibli, getting all Ghibli. my sort of uh, emotional responses to things today. Yeah, we got um, things that make you laugh, things that make you cry. The what other, does this make you? What does well, this the other comedy I jack? forgot to mention from 2014 is A Million Ways to Die in the West. Uh, got to mention A Million Ways to Die in the West. You gotta. Mm. What a terrible fucking time. Uh, yeah. Well, this is fucking awful. Yeah. <laughs> this I mean, film. I hate it. <laughs> so you've seen this film before? Uh, yeah, this was the second watch. What did you think of it the first time when you were working on it? <sighs> Well, I mean, obviously, at the time, I I hadn't seen a lot of Happy Madison films, but I bullshit did... at that time. Bullshit at that time, I hadn't. But I was a big Adam Sandler fan, obviously. Um, but again, going back to like the classics that everyone always brings up, like Big Daddy, Little Nicky, maybe uh... Mr. Dead's, but huh? 
Mr. I hadn't Dibs. seen that one. I hadn't seen that one until the podcast. That's true. Um, Billy Madison, Happy Gilmore. And I remember being so fucking excited, especially as when I was at university, I do you remember when people just made Facebook groups that were just statements and people liked them and joined them? Yeah, I had one that I made that nobody joined called Michael, You Can Bend My Fass Anytime. <laughs> fuck's sake yeah exactly that kind of thing so i had one that was every day you were more and more likely to meet adam sandler because my idea was that you know everyone is going to meet adam sandler at some point in the lifetime so the more days that go by that you haven't met them or haven't met him it's more likely you know yeah yeah um so that was mine so that's that's to give you an idea of how much i really liked this man and I, yeah, was a young, a young buck, as you said before, a young social media buck. And I was given, you know, blended landed across my desk. And I was like, fuck, this is it. The keys I'm gonna... to the castle. Huh? Yeah, the exactly. The keys to the castle. I'm going to, I'm going to work on an Adam Sandler film. I'm going to see Adam Sandler movie. <laughs> I'm going to see an Adam Sandler movie. <laughs> I'm going to see an Adam Sandler movie. Or maybe I'll get to interview him or something. I didn't. But yeah, and then I went off to the press, or like, not even the press screening, the like pre-press screening, the the ones that the industry people have. And um, yeah, it was just heartbreaking. It was just heartbreaking and heartbreaking and terrible. Utterly just soul-destroyingly bad. And I think everyone else in the screening room had exactly the same response. And then I had to create social content for it for like two months, being like, "This is good." <laughs> I I was smart enough to not be uh, lured in by my love of Sana on this one. What do you uh, mean? What to see it? Or were we working I, so, together at this point? No, no, no. Uh, I had never seen this movie before. Mm, good plan. This was good a, idea. Uh, first time watch. Took two watches for me to get through it. Uh, Same. <laughs> it's long. It's fucking long. And it feels long. it. Yeah. It's not like that's my boy that flies by in its that's two it. hour. Yeah, similar length, right? Yeah. This is one fifty seven, and that's my boy must be around one fifty, like one forty five or something yeah. like that. Um, this film is so so long. Yes. <laughs> and like. It takes them so long to get to Africa, and then when they get back from Africa, there's like half an hour left yeah, of the goes movie. On and on, and the worst part is there's no plot for it to go on and on with. No, I mean, so the so as someone, one of the friends of the show, Holly Madeline, asked me to well, what this film was about, and I told her that um, what if um, Adam Sandler and Drew Barrymore didn't like each other. They went on a holiday to Africa with each other by mistake. Yeah, that is it. That is the whole thing. Uh... <laughs> and you know what? What? Someone could have done that film well. Yeah. Someone with charm and charisma. Adam Sandler. I've said this before, but this might be one of his worst performances. Oh, absolutely. He's like, he's doing he's, nothing in this film. He's so fucking low energy, low key, like there's like his big comedy set piece in this movie is that he rides a um an ostrich rides a cgi ostrich yeah which i feel like we've had in another movie recently zookeeper 
Yeah. Someone rides an emu or an ostrich or something. He jumps on it and its legs break. Yeah. Because <laughs> he's fat. Yeah. But yeah, that's Adam good Sandler's stuff. not fat. They they make note of this movie to mention that he's got muscle. They do repeat. Oh yeah, they fucking do, right? Do you think they that's called him fat a few times? Yeah, and then, then like, they touch uh, him. Barrymore is like, "Oh, you've got some muscle here." It's like, oh, I don't under, know. Under the fat. It, I think he's... it's because he saw Kevin James have it done to him in um, "Here Comes the Boom," where uh, Henry Winkler pats him and he's like, "Saw Here Comes." You the don't boom. think? <laughs> no, that's a good point. Um, yeah, no, this is like, this is kind of on a part. What's the worst I think I've seen him in? Rain Over Me is pretty bad. Yeah, but he's, he's trying something in that, you know? Yeah, but he's he's failing. He's failing horribly. He's failing, but he's trying. This is more kind of like, um, his dead-eyed performance, like for the first half hour of Click, or... Well, that's because he's on Fast Forward. (laughs) That's true. Or... I now pronounce you Chuck on that. You know where his eyes aren't really focused? Yeah, and he's just like... He, he's just trying to be kind of every guy. He's just a conduit for nothing. Like, just, um, just breath. Or it's, or it's like him playing Jack in Jack and Jill. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, I still feel like his eyes are a bit more alive than that. <laughs> Though he's got nothing to look at. He's got nothing to look at but himself. He is, yeah, he's... <sighs> He's so, yeah, just downbeat, kind of just like, feels like he's resigned to be in this movie. Despite him clearly having a very good, like, real-life relationship with Drew Barrymore. Yeah, just nothing coming in from this. He even, he's even getting a holiday out of it. I mean, that's it. Like, I mean, we're on, like, one of the last of the Adam Sandler holiday movies. <laughs> well, I don't know. We got murder mystery coming up as well. That's true. Um, Do you think maybe but, he just really d- he signed on, but he was like, "I just really don't want to go to Africa." You know what it might be? Mm-hmm. He's probably not getting paid as much on this one. Yeah, it could be. <laughs> the budget's low. I wonder why the budget's so low. Well, so one of the interesting things I I just made my first note is this is Sana's first Warner Brothers collaboration. Mm. Yeah, the, I do think that previous... was weird couple of for the since um i think since mr deeds they've all been sony productions yeah just double checking yeah since mr deeds they've all been sony productions mm. um with like a few like weird variant dips into paramount and obviously collabs with disney for bedtime stories yep yep but yeah, for the most part, they're all Sony productions. And then this one is the one Warner Brothers production of them all. Mm. And it's one of the lowest budgeted of them all. Mm. And so I don't know about you, how, how much you think about movie studios like mm-hmm. I do. I always kind of hold Warner Brothers in quite high regard. Do you? Yeah. I kind of do. Mm. I think they make movies that look like real movies. Oh yeah, they do that a lot of the time. Like, um... <laughs> That's true. I don't know, like, I think about, like, um... We're talking about the big studios, right? We're talking about the big studios. The big boys. Yeah. So, until um, Disney bought Fox, what you had, like, Fox... Paramount. Paramount, S- Sony, Sony, Disney, and Warner Brothers. Those were your big five. Yeah. Um... You had Lionsgate. 
yeah, <laughs> um, and Universal that as well. Sorry. So oh yeah, like, Universal. So, yeah. Yeah. So um, those yeah, those are the sort of big ones. And for me, I just always thought Warner Brothers was the one that seemed to inspire the most sort of quality of their films. Mm. No I don't know if that's League. entirely true. Like, hey, fuck you. I watched all <laughs> four hours. I was yeah. vaguely entertained. They, but you know what? They do invest in directors. They uh, do. They do. It's like, true. say what you Nolan will about Zack Snyder, Chris Nolan, Bradley Cooper. Like, um, getting is that to Star make... is Born? Yeah. Mm. Star is Born's a beautiful movie. I haven't seen it yet, but I would like to. Very good. Clint Eastwood does all this stuff uh, at WB. Yeah. The Wachowskis. Yeah, true. I don't know. I, and yeah, Chris Nolan. I I like Chris Nolan. You I like Chris can, Nolan. Yeah, uh, yeah I did. I meant Chris Nolan. He has good yeah. stuff. I and you know, say what you will about Zack Snyder. He's definitely a director who has his own vision. No, I, so, I do like him deep. <laughs> truly, Hamlet Snyder. Oh, we could. <laughs> I don't want to do a Justice League episode. I don't want to do that. It would take a long time. (laughs) We'd have to watch all these like four hour zombie movies. Hey, I like that. I haven't seen it. Oh, come on, man. But yes, I I, so I think it's interesting that Warner Brothers for their first time I mean, yeah, they've done some shit comedies. They've got that one with Ice Cube fist fight. Well, oh, Ice Cube fuck. And Charlie yeah, actually, Charlie that is the fight. thing I would say. I don't think Warner Brothers have a good track record with comedies. Well, so their big one is The Hangover. Mm. Which is, again, another director they've um, taken under their wing, Todd Phillips. Todd Phillips. TP. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, no, they've done. They, like, they've, so, yeah, they've got that. I'm now thinking of some comedies. They've got the Cop Out. Do you remember Cop Out? No. That's the one that yeah. broke Kevin Smith, right? Yeah. Yeah. I haven't seen it, but I know of it. Only oh, through that. I was the only person in the cinema watching Cop Out. <laughs> Tragic. Um, oh, For a dollar, name another Warner Brothers comedy, Josh. He can't. I can. I can. Tag. Tag is one. Project X. <laughs> the Best in show. Like, uh, oh, Best in Show's good. Best in Show's amazing. In the old days, he got Dumb and Dumber, apparently. That's more of a new line, which they have acquired. Well, that's the thing. I did used to really like new line. Yeah, so uh, I just say, a little break to tell about my love of Warner Brothers. Mm. Oh, fuck you. Comedy-wise, we got the whole Looney Tunes back catalogue. Mm. Is that the second time, is that the second time in two weeks that's come yeah. up? Yeah. Oh, fucking hell. Do you not Is like that... the Looney Tunes? Yeah, no, I do. <laughs> I'm just not super crazy on it. Oh, I was. I, I, I love any time I get to think about duck season, rabbit season. Mm. Duck season, rabbit season, rabbit season, duck season, fire. And then Daffy Duck's bill is on backwards. That's very good. It's good shit. It is good um, shit. <laughs> Uh, maybe this is a Warner Brothers movie because they sing a song from Wizard of Oz in it. Do you think? Uh, and they just couldn't get the rights. <laughs> no, I don't think that's the reason. No, I'm I sure somewhere over the rainbow, somewhere over the rainbow features in fucking Fifty First Dates as well. So, <laughs> um, well, but that's a different version. Yeah, it's a different version. <laughs> yeah, this is a different version from the one that's in the Warner Brothers movie. <laughs> this is just sung by Drew Barrymore. <laughs> yeah, true. Fine, fine, fine. Um, uh... 
Wait, who owns ESPN? Um, Disney owned them now. Shit! <laughs> it's all falling apart. <laughs> Sorry, Josh. Um, Disney always owned them, I think. Fine. Uh, yeah, that that's my that was my sort of first thought on this. Is why is this a Warner Brothers movie? Mm. Um, we open in 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 a very depressing scene mm-hmm. of Sandler and Barrymore um, media res yeah. on a date. Yeah. Do you like my use of media res? It's very nice. Yeah. In media um, res. Uh, and media res. Hmm. Uh, they're on a date at Hooters. Hooties again. This is a very sad scene. It really is, isn't it? It's just like they're not vibing. There's a horrible, horrible French onion soup drink bit <laughs> where Drew Barrymore eats a shrimp that's too hot and then starts choking. But Adam Sandler has drunk her beer. So I don't like she can that. Drink. No, I that's don't like also that Sala bad. just drinks her beer right at the beginning. Extremely bad. Uh, and then so all she can use to quench her hot mouth is some French onion soup, including a big onion in it. That's funny. <laughs> it's good. It's just really sad. Like he's not looking at her. He's watching axe chopping. <laughs> Wood chopping on the uh, on the TV. Yeah, on ESPN eight, the Ocho. I wish it was that. <laughs> I wish it was a reference to another movie. Same. Um, but it's not. <laughs> There's no references to anything good in this film. Yeah, yeah so it's the shit. Date, the whole scene's shit. Uh, it's it's made even more depressing when you later on find out that Adam Sandler's dead wife dead wife was the manager worked at that Hooters. Uh, so he, he, gets, took, he gets free his, beers. He took his date to that Hooters where his dead. Um. So actually, yeah, <laughs> let's, let's go on from that. I have a problem with the character in this movie of Espen, ESPN. Yes. Um, what would that so, be, Jack? So throughout this movie, ESPN, <laughs> named after the TV channel. Yeah. Um. Uh. She has. Um imagines that her dead mum is going around with her everywhere mm. to the point where she needs to have like an empty chair an for her chair, invisible yeah. mum like um like a passover is it passover what for the you keep an empty chair for those for who the empty left chair, yeah. for those who can't be with us mm. at the cedar at the cedar yeah i <laughs> found this whole thing very disturbing and what, they they're not, just sort of encouraging it. They completely encourage it. Yeah. Something that, you know, I understand that losing a parent can be very hard. Mm. However, this is not helpful. Is it said how long she's been passed on for? You would assume it's been a year, maybe, at least, right? Because he's going on a date. He's going on a date. And, like, it's not like their relationship was short. He's known her since she was 13. So wait, so yeah, like, and he's like, what in this, like, fifty-eight? <laughs> he definitely could be. Let's say, being kind, he's meant to be forty. He's meant to be forty or something in this. Yeah, mm. it's maybe seven years old. He's fifty-four now, so he would have been about forty-seven. He would have been, yeah, like forty-seven when he made this. Jesus Christ! <laughs> Looks all right for forty-seven. He does look fine. That's that grown ups too money. That's that grown ups too. It ain't the blended money, I tell you that. <laughs> um, Maybe it's all the juices. So yeah, like they've been. So let's say he's forty. They've been 
kind of together for 27 years. 27 years. Or like, see, like, so, or 26 years if she's been dead a year, so. <laughs> Which we hope she has. So that's two thirds of his life. Yeah, and the way his daughter is acting about this, about seeing this invisible mum, mm. and the way everyone just treats it like normal. I know he's not got money. I know he's kind of a shit dad. Mm. Like, um, this kid needs therapy. Yeah, this, this kid, kid absolutely needs therapy. This kid can't be going to school like that. Well, maybe. Well, we don't the, know. The if school she... would be like. This kid needs therapy. Yeah, but maybe the maybe the the ghost mum is only going places where the ghost mum would have gone when she was a non ghost mum. You she know, goes like to Africa. Probably... Yeah, but that's a family she holiday. She doesn't go to Africa when she's a non ghost mum. That's a family holiday. You know, maybe. maybe I don't right. think a ghost mum is going to go to school. Ghost mum probably doesn't go to the bathroom I, with Espen. You know, I kind of feel like she does. <laughs> she's. Yeah. I kind of feel like, yeah, I kind of feel like she doesn't leave her side at any point. Mm, well, yeah. Until the end of the movie. When she gets Ghostbusters. I can't tell if the, like, the film is trying to play this as very sweet. Yeah. Let's talk about the kids. Mm. Yeah, let's, let's talk, talk about, about the kids. So Which one about, do you hate the most? Um, Probably Espen. Oh, you <laughs> hate Espen? Oh, wait, of like Sandler's kids or oh, all yeah. the kids? No, all the kids. All the kids, I hate um, Drew Barrymore's eldest son. Same, obviously. He's the worst. He's horrible. <laughs> He's absolutely horrible. He, he wants, wants to fuck his mum. He, he wants, wants to, to fuck, fuck his, his babysitter. That is such a fucking weird plot that he keeps cutting out a really horrible picture of his babysitter's face and sellotaping it onto pornography. Onto porn. Yeah, but don't you think this is just the logical conclusion of that plotline in Crazy Stupid Love? Like it, it's the same thing, it, they, and everyone's they, like the actress so looks very sweet. similar. Yeah, exactly. I, it must be a reference, or like not a reference, but it must be like they saw that and went, "That's quite a fun idea," you know? Because yeah, it is true that they like Lauren Lapkiss and whatever her name is from Crazy Stupid Love have a very the one in Crazy look. Stupid Love who plays the babysitter in Crazy Stupid Love. I feel like is the Pixar character from The Incredibles, the babysitter at the end of The Incredibles, come to yes. life. Yes, <laughs> God, that's such a good shout. <laughs> She's Fuck. also in uh, Damsel in Distress. Um, yeah, love that film. <laughs> who is she? She's a she, she. She's a model, right? She's a model, I think. The, the girl name? who's not in this movie. <laughs> what is her name? The girl who isn't in this movie. Yeah, I just want to know who it is. Is Jessica? Is it Leo? It's Curry. It's Leo Tipton. Curry. Yeah, it's her. it's Le- uh, Le- is it Leo. Is it is Leo? Annalee Tipton. Annalee, yes. But her, she, on IMDb, it's it's Leo or Leo, one of them. Um, she is Corey from The Incredibles. Come to life. Yes. She's <laughs> one of my favorite characters in any movie. Yeah. Poor Jack. Jack. <laughs> <laughs> is that where you like it? You want to be looked after. I do. No, I just like the bit where you get like all the messages from her at the end. So like good. something's funny going on it's here, Mrs. Really Bob. weird. <laughs> Your baby has special needs. <laughs> <laughs> good stuff. Oh, 
God, oh, The Incredibles is really I good. Watch, I really fucking love The Incredibles. I watched The Incredibles 2 the other day. Mm. Oh, I still haven't it's seen not, that. It's not quite as good, but it's good. I can't bring myself to you because I remember when I first saw The Incredibles, I was like, this is wonderful. It was, yeah, it was... The I Incredibles think it's still 2 misses Syndrome, mm. who's such a good villain. Such a great villain. So <laughs> poignant. You know? Brad Bird, eh? Do you remember Brad when, we went to see, fucking bird. when we went to see Tomorrowland? <laughs> and I still I, I still maintain Tomorrowland is a good movie. No, you can't. Yeah, I do. You can't. I maintain Tomorrowland is full of interesting ideas that don't always come together, <laughs> but I still think that makes it a good movie. Yeah, I suppose that's true. I mean, it's I didn't, better I didn't than this. hate it. I didn't hate it. It's yeah, better, no, it's than better than Blended. It's better than this, but you know. So it's like, <laughs> Tomorrowland so... is officially, Tomorrowland 2015, a year after this, is officially better than Blended. Better than this film. Yeah, but fucking, uh, fucking root canal surgery is better than this. So yeah, the worst kid in this is is the eldest son of Drew Barrymore, who is Brendan, who is played by Braxton Beckham. No relation. Fucking hell. Um, B-boy. <laughs> the first thing I noticed in this movie is there's a really bad cut when Drew Barrymore is like like in the foreground and the kid is in the background he's like reading a giant algebra book and has a really weird grin on his face i didn't notice that and then it cuts he's not holding the book anymore what the fuck and it's just like i think he's probably jerking off to lauren lapkus in the book or something oh, um, i see and good they've cut it out good because they're like we don't need any more jokes about him wanting to fuck lauren lapkus. We, can- <laughs> we cannot film a child masturbating um, he's so crap in this movie. I really hate him. Like, it's it's been a while. Like, not since like Pistachio Disguise. <laughs> have you hated a character? This have much? I really just like just adamantly disliked everything about a character mm. from the performance to the characterizer? Well. He's a brat. Every joke about him is like he's like my mum's really hot. Yeah, and like gets weird. Like the jokes don't work. He's not. He's a bad actor. Mm. I haven't seen him in anything else. I hope I never see him again. If I see him again, I'm gonna punch his face in. <laughs> He'd um, like that. He loves that now. If I, if I see you around here, I'm gonna beat you up. Oh, he's in the um, good place apparently. Uh, at least that's I'm his surprised level. He's not showed up in the Goldbergs. Mm. Mm. It's only a matter of time. Your favourite. He's um, uncredited in Silver Linings Playbook. Good. Probably deleted him out of the movie. Yeah, he was additional... He's, a, he's an ADR voice in The Edge of Seventeen and Happy Death Day. And Silver Linings Playbook. And Silver Linings Playbook. I love Happy Death Day. Uh, I'd like to see it. Um, you love to see it. You do. <laughs> um... Yeah, he's he's the worst. And then I, I'm not crazy about Espen's thing. No, all the other I, ones are fairly I, I, normal. The, I, I mean, I hate that Adam Sandler calls his daughter Hillary. Larry. Larry. <laughs> yeah, since that voice, the bit where he's like, where'd Larry go? Yeah. It's like, you married him a few movies ago. Yeah. <laughs> He's a shit. That's very good. Uh, like, I hate the look of gender roles in this movie. Oh, it's all terrible. And This idea that Adam Sandler can't raise girls because he's a man and only knows how to raise men. Despite never having done it. 
and Drew Barrymore just being overly cautious with her, her two boys because she's a lady. She she's a woman. Fun. She doesn't know how to be dangerous. She it's needs a... to loosen up. And she, she needs Adam to work Sanders... with Shaquille O'Neal for a while. Yeah, and Adam Sandler's kids just need to realize that they're little women. I also love that like Hillary gets like the makeover and from then on like she suddenly has a whole new wardrobe. Yeah, I know, and, right. Like like knows completely like she's a completely changed person after going from one trip to the salon. That's the power of this of the salon, Jack. Cuz she's every woman. It's all in her. Uh, I hate that repeated joke. There's yeah. a rep- there's a repeated joke, listeners, that when uh, Bella Thorne as Larry walks in after having her um, makeover, it cuts to Drew Barrymore who took her to the salon, and it's playing "I'm Every Woman," nice and empowering. Then it goes to oh, fake Robert Pattinson, yeah, and it's the oh my I was going to say f- fake um, cousin Greg, also good. <laughs> it's like a weird mix, but he's not tall enough. No. But yeah, there. Is, I think there's something of both. It's just that he has the sunglasses and he, the hair of Robert. He's Pattinson. Kevin Nealon's son, and you know what? Well, what, in cast real life, Kev- no, in this oh. movie. Uh, but he's well cast as Kevin Nealon's son because he kind of looks shit like Kevin. <laughs> he does. Oh god, I'll get onto him later. But yeah, and then it cuts to Adam Sandler, and it's the end of the world as we know it. From my favorite band. From your favourite band, Rem and Stimpy. I do love R.E.M. Yeah, I know. Um, well, they play it, well, they do it again. They do they, do it again. They, they do the joke again when Drew Barrymore answers, but they add to it. They add oh. another layer to it. And then after it does, so so it's, um, it's I'm Every Woman is play. Who's looking at her for I'm Every Woman? Um, Bella Thorne. Bella Thorne. Um... Then it's Adam Sandler, I'll make love to you. Adam Sandler, I'll make love to you. It's the awful, annoying (laughs) son, Brandon. Braxton Braxton Beckham. While it's playing, uh, playing It's the End of the World, as I know. And then it cuts to an Indian lady. Mm. um, And uh, I Kissed a Girl and I Like It starts playing. Yeah. Well, she's been in it before. She threw her bra at Terry Crews, I think. She, like, the... She's the supporting just players in this are fucking. Ugh. Yeah, I mean. Do you like the British gymnastics teacher? That was very well. I was trying to place her because I I always assume that if I'm watching an American film and a British person shows up, that I must have seen them in something. Do you get that? <laughs> I don't think she's actually British. What? <laughs> her other roles were like Click. <laughs> oh. She's been in Click, and What's I think she was in, and she was in uh, the Hot Chick as well. Not the hot chick, the house bunny. Catherine Kane. Catherine Kane. Yeah, she's in a movie called The Pornographer from 1999. Wow. <laughs> she can't have been going that I can't long. wait till podcast like it's 1999. <laughs> they get into that. The pornographer. <laughs> oh, we should go um, on for it. We should, we should ask them if we can cover the pornographer. <laughs> <laughs> um, I want to watch it? No, that's not the point. The Trouble with Lou? <laughs> yeah. Um, I, can't yeah, even I don't, find I don't her think. I found her. Mm. I'm on her. She's yeah. I don't. Oh, there she a, is. I don't think she's a real brat. Oh, there's different. Oh, I didn't realize there's the three genders. Oh no, there's four. What there are you four? talking about? There's Hollywood stepmom, 
There's the British stepmom. Yeah, different. You got the four genders: Hollywood stepmom, British stepmom, Southern stepmom, and Wall Street stepmom. I don't remember Wall Street stepmom. No, me neither. But she's there. <laughs> I don't know if I remember Southern stepmom. Um, no. I know. Um, the Hollywood stepmom is Jackie Sandler. It's Jackie Sandler, yes. <laughs> in her one scene. Obviously. Yeah, I don't care for these, like, stepmoms, these, the supporting players. So, yeah, this, it's all set at this hotel resort yeah. that seems to be completely geared towards <laughs> blended family. Right! They're just like. <laughs> immediately they're just like welcome to africa to our blended family week getaway and i'm like is this a big enough thing to 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 turn an entire hotel that must cost thousand like it looks like it's like 10 grand a week right it's that it's kind pretty, of like yeah luxury. It's, it's, it's being paid for by adam sandler's boss who's a man who owns a lot of sporting goods stores yeah played by regular uh, Happy Madison day player Dan Patrick. Yeah. Um, and... Who is actually an e- a former ESPN commentator. Oh, really? There you go. <laughs> oh, that's why I recognize him from. He's in basketball and loads of um, other things, but you know, it's fine. Yeah. Uh, so they're at this hotel that every event. Like, also, this film thinks the word blended is fucking hilarious. It thinks it's hilarious, and it also thinks it's widely used. <laughs> Which, I had never heard this word before watching this film. I don't know if I heard about it before watching this film, or like before hearing about this film. I guess I know the term blended family, but I don't think about it as much as this movie shoves it down your throat. Absolutely not. <laughs> like, like the, bit where, the bit where the safari, or he's not even the safari guy, Mafana. Um, Dr. Shackaloo. Is that Dr. Shackaloo? It's Dr. Shackaloo. Oh my god. <laughs> when Dr. Shackaloo takes them on a little safari and then of they course, come across... the greatest actor of his time as we learned from everywhere he studied god damn it and all leading to this Abadule Ngom yeah top we should love. give him his full name absolutely um, but yeah he stops the safari in front of two lions and a pig and he's just like look even in nature there are blended families <laughs> he does Why? They talk. Uh, it's all they talk about. Terry Crews sings like fifteen songs in this all show about, blended, about families. blended. How much training do you think everyone on the staff had to have on blended family? Because if this is just one week of this hotel, it doesn't seem like they do it every week for the blended families. I like, don't know. I kind of feel like they do. I feel like that's what this hotel is. It's just the blended family hotel. Yeah. No, it can't. They don't seem to have. They put so much work into this. You think they do other shit, Josh? Do you think, <laughs> do you think they've got time to like prepare anything else, or do no. you think they just once a year they just do a blended family event and that's all they really do? There's no way they they <laughs> can construct other sort of events of this magnitude. And look at the stuff they've got there, like their family crafts room and like the ball pits and everything. Yeah, but... It all seems geared to this blended family resort that they've built. Yeah, but they must, it must just be a normal hotel the rest of the time. There's no, no just, way. You know what? It mustn't be anything because it's a film. <laughs> <laughs> the, okay, the, fine. The, the world of this film is not defined enough to... <laughs> 
make any sense. No, that's true. Especially, right, I'm going to tell you one of the things that I hated most about this film, right? So, I mean, it, no, it, it's actually quite low on the hate list, but it just made me go like, oh, for f- like, come on. Which is when they, so they, the two families, Adam Sandler's family and Drew Barrymore, they both talk to different members of a partnership, including Adam Sandler's boss and Drew Barrymore's partner in her business, which is she rearranges cupboards. So I've heard about like people who do this. Yeah, no, yeah. This it's is just a such thing. a movie. This is um, what's her face, Marie Kondo. Yeah, I guess, I guess it is that. It is. Um, it's like on a, a small scale Marie Kondo. Yeah, true. But, she organizes yeah. closets for a living. She organizes and the closets. big, the big joke is that they're called closet queens. Brilliant. And as someone takes a picture of her and her co-worker, Wendy McClendon Covey, mm. hugging, mm. and everyone's like, lesbians! It's good stuff. Um, that joke comes up like three times in the movie. It really does, doesn't it? It's fine. Oh god, and the scene where Adam Sandler is like mistaking them for actual lesbians, and he just keeps talking about them. Like, he keeps just making awful jokes. There's... There's that scene and the scene where he's buying tampons where he essentially does an awful old white man comedy riff about like the different types of tampons. Yeah. And it is just excruciating. <laughs> yeah. It's like like It's not a good film, Jack. Have you seen there's no way you've seen Parental Guidance starring uh Billy Crystal? <laughs> no. Where he's like, he's a sports Imagine if I said yes. <laughs> you didn't go to the press screening of it like I did? No. <laughs> um, when did it come out? Like 2014, probably so 2012, maybe. Billy Crystal's not been allowed to be in a film <laughs> since 1999. Billy Crystal hosted the Oscars like not too long ago and blacked up for it. So. What? <laughs> what was that for? For the Oscars. Yeah, no, I know, but what was he doing? He blacks up and does his jazz man character. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god, Billy Crystal. Rest um, in hell. But parental guidance has a bit at the beginning where he's being fired because they're like, um, you, you're, you're too old. You, you're not in touch with the youth of today because he's a sports commentator. Right. And, um,. Course. And they're like, and one of the lines is, um, "You don't tweet." And he goes, "I can tweet. I can sing any song you want." Oh my god! And I'm just fine. like, I remember seeing that and being like, "Man, <laughs> people shouldn't be able to do their comedy routines in movies." No, Daddy, like, I cannot swipe the book. Ugh. Hate what was wife. That in? No, that's just a classic boomer meme in it. That's in that's in a TV show I made a commercial for called LA to Vegas. Oh my god. And which Is that uh, the plain one? Yeah. Yeah. And someone goes like Stewardess, this magazine won't swipe. Fucking hell. Okay. Like I um I hate it when comedians do their fucking routines in films. Apart from like several people who can make it work. Like Rodney Dangerfield (laughs) makes it work. Because I was going to say, but isn't does. this like your whole thing with Rodney Dangerfield? Like, to a certain extent, what's because, his name? Yeah, the guy because, who's because, not in this film. Because Rodney Dangerfield doesn't play anything but Rodney Dangerfield. Yeah, I guess that's true. And, like, like Robin Williams kind of makes it work. Billy Crystal doesn't really play anyone who isn't Billy Crystal. 
I suppose. I guess it's just Billy Crystal shouldn't do comedy. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> you should have stopped. When Harry Met Sally, maybe, that was it. Maybe, maybe, the, maybe the rule is that people shouldn't do it if they aren't funny. <laughs> <laughs> but you would assume that was the rule for comedians in general. But have you seen Demolition More often than not, Man? no. Demolition Man? Yeah. No. It's good. I like Demolition Man, but there's a bit where Dennis Leary pops up and he does like a whole thing. Like, I want to be able to buy a McDonald's and call it a McDonald's and like stuff like he just does like his entire routine. And you're like, Horrible. oh, we'll take about 10 minutes out of this movie for Dennis Leary to do <laughs> to his stand up routine to Sandra Bullock, who just stands there. Oh my God. <laughs> what a fucking nightmare. Uh, imagine working with comedians. Imagine. Yeah, sorry, you were saying about the things you found horrible in this movie. Oh yeah, the bit I hate, <laughs> right? Yeah, so yeah. right. So there's um so they get the tickets and it turns out that Wendy McClendon Covey's boyfriend has five kids, which is three plus two, which is perfect for Adam Sandler and Drew Barrymore's kids plus them. Yes. So they all go over and then they bump into each other at the at the hotel and are like, What are you doing here? Are you telling me they came on different planes? Yeah. What the fuck? They all no, no, arrive you know, at the no, same Josh, time. Josh, I get this. I get this because they will have had to have booked their own planes because they couldn't have gone on the flights that Dan Patrick and Wendy McClendon Covey were going on because Why? obviously because of passports. You know, the airport tickets are non-transferable. No, you can transfer them as long no, as you, you haven't can't. checked in. No, as long as you haven't Josh. checked in, you can Josh, transfer. you can't do it. You can. I oh. had tickets to France booked on Ryanair, and I could change it as long oh, as well, I hadn't flying, checked in. You're flying Ryan. No one gives a shit. <laughs> Do you think Dan Patrick is flying Ryanair? Yes. No. no Easy no, no, jet. No. no, no, no. He's rich. He's he's flying the very best. Um, you can uh, still do it. There's no, no, I don't think so. There's no so, way. Josh. There's no I way. Either Josh, of them. again, the film proves you can't do it because they didn't take the same fucking flight. They did, did they? take the same flight. They did because they arrive at the same time. There's no other way that that would happen. They, There's no other took, way that would happen. Took, they live in the same city. They, they live took, in the same fucking city. They're going to the same place. They, they stopped off to visit Adam Sandler's mother in in, in where? Yeah, no, could have happened. No, absolutely not. They went on the same fucking plane. It's just, it's just, just laziness. It's just so stupid because they Where couldn't be bothered. It? What, what city is it saying? It's just I don't city, know. It's USA. just any city. It's, is it a city? It could be. Swear oh. Joel McHale works. Oh my god, Joel McHale. Like, Fuck I, off. I love Joel McHale. Why? Because I think he plays that dicker. I mean, he is just doing Jeff from Community in this, which, I mean, I'm down for, because I like Jeff from Community. He's a shit Chevy Chase. Do you think? Yeah, and Chevy Chase is a shit Chevy yeah, I don't Chase. Really, yeah, I don't like Chevy Chase, but still. Have you seen Fletch? A lot of this episode is just me asking if you've seen this. <laughs> no, I haven't seen Fletch. Fletch is um, good. It's shot in Georgia. <laughs> it's shot in Georgia. Buford, Georgia. <laughs> is where Dick's Sporting Goods and Lake Lanier okay. Island's Legacy Resort is. Um, apart from the Hooters, which is shot in Lawrenceville, then everything else is shot in Sun what City, Africa? South Africa. Which, uh, right, yeah, so that really pissed me off. I mean... Do you know what pisses me off about this movie? Yeah, go on. <laughs> so many things, but... Yeah. Um, fucking... The fact that it's set in Africa and just doesn't use that to its advantage in any way like how's he gonna use that to his advantage 
could have Leonardo DiCaprio show up. No, it's the fact that it's just like, this one could be set anywhere. What, just on any resort? Yeah. I guess this it could does... be set in the exact same resort that the one in uh, Just Go <laughs> Just Go With It was, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Like, there is no, like, the only time that, like, it matters that it's Africa is when um, a rhino pops up. Yeah, they go on safari. There's a rhino. Um, Does, yeah, but it's like it's so ostrich inconse- fighting. It's so inconsequential. I just think it's. I just think if you're gonna have such a wonderful landscape mm. to paint a picture with, mm. why is it this one? Like, yeah. I, it has. There has to be a reason, and there isn't one. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, yeah, I totally get it. I think it. I don't. Yeah, I don't I know. I don't really, know. Like, like I mean, of all like, these things that are so lazy for Sarnas to just take another holiday, I just like, I, 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 something I just really dislike about this movie. Just like, oh, we'll just write it into anywhere. Like, yeah, it literally could be anywhere. Like, I mean... it's it could be Rotterdam or anywhere. <laughs> Very good. That's the second time that that's come up on the podcast. Um. Um, yeah, uh, I mean, I, well, if it isn't set in Africa, also listeners, we are referring to the setting of this film as Africa because that is the only place that they refer to it. They call it, they say welcome to South Africa once. Two days? Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> Mafana says it when they first arrive. He's like, welcome to South Africa. But that's the only time. The rest of the time... This Wikipedia film is set just in refers Africa. to it as Africa. It's just Africa. It's horrible. But I guess, is it is it just there so that they can have Terry Crews doing a doing a weird accent? Terry Crews is such a dead weight in this it's movie. It's so bad. Like he's so much better than this. I mean, is he? Yeah. I mean, he's likable in other things, and this he's just. Awful. This he is just like. It's ridiculous that he's even in this. Like, <laughs> no. like he's he's there to just sing sort of songs while being backed up by Lady Smith Black Mombazo's band. Is that who that is? Yeah. Oh my god. That's in the IMDB <sighs> trivia. <laughs> Good god. This film is just Like it's like this is a fever dream of a movie. It really exist. is, isn't it? Like, this movie literally doesn't exist. I can't think, like, if you tell people about this movie, no one's seen this fucking movie apart from you. It's one of the (laughs) biggest fucking Sandler bombs. Um, Yeah, it's like in Hitchhikers, those ships that you can't see because they're behind somebody else's problem fields. (laughs) Or like it's an eldritch nightmare. If you look into it, your eyes explode. You know? There's no reason I shouldn't have seen this movie. There's like I see comedy movies, I see shit, I see a lot of Sarna movies. Mm. Sarna Barrymore back together. I like Fifty First Dates. I like The Wedding Singer. Why wouldn't I have seen this movie? This movie doesn't exist. That is why I hadn't <laughs> seen this why. movie. Oh, do you think we've fallen into some sort of parallel dimension? Where we've seen this film, but if we ever say it, like we're going to post this podcast episode and it's instantly going to just disappear. Disappear. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we'll ever listen to it. Or if they do, they'll just hear like static and they'll be like, well, something went wrong with this week. It's like last week I was watching a video of Jane Krakowski singing the opening song from In the Heights. Mm. And this week I meant to send it to a friend and it's been scrubbed from the internet. <laughs> oh my god. And I'm just like, I don't know if this existed or not. That's horrible. I hate that. <laughs> that doesn't even happen these days. 
should mention the, the one thing that does tie it to uh, to the continent of Africa. Mm. Uh, Dale Stein pops up. It's Dale Stein. Dale Stein, mate. Dale Stein, mate. I'm trying to. I can't Dale even find them. Willem Stein. I can't even is find. Is a them South anything. African professional cricketer. Oh, that guy. <laughs> oh, that guy. Yeah, I thought he looked familiar. <laughs> but I think that's just because I've seen Sama this film before. Sama just goes for cameos in all his movies, and this one he just gets the the, the, the just a cricketer. He just gets a cricketer called and gives him his same name. Yeah, well, he's playing himself. I guess so. That does make sense. I did like, you know, I nearly laughed when um, Sander went like, give him the stink eye, and then it cuts to Dale, and he's just like, what's that guy's problem? I thought that was I, funny ish, but have, I didn't laugh. I have two laughs. You have two laughs. And two they're whole both, laughs. Uh, yeah. Were they, are they split across more than two events? Or is yes, it two? They are. I don't split mine into half. Oh, yeah, you laughs, don't, like do you? you? Um, I've got Wendy McGlendon Covey after hearing about uh, Barrymore's bad date and mm. who set her up on this bad date uh, she says about the woman who set her up on the bad date she's a liar and an idiot you should roofie her and shave her head which I don't know it just seemed like such a wild leap to do yeah it made me laugh and the oh. other laugh is when um uh, fucking Rob Moran is in this from uh, like Farley Brother movies as a guy who heckles Drew Barrymore's son at, um, at a baseball game. Yeah. That's and good. at one point, Barrymore and McLendon Covey start heckling him, telling him, like, you should go have a shower and be a nice person. Oh, that's people. And then, and then the guy next to him goes, yeah, and you should shave your neck. And that made me laugh. Did you? Right, those guys. Shave your neck. Those guys. Yes. They are. I recognised one of them. You recognised them. Rob Moran. Well, because I thought I recognised them. And then I realised what I think they did. Wait. I just. Can you. Do you. Do you know who the guy who says shave your neck is? Well. I think I've just seen through context is. clues. I think I've worked it out of looking through the IMDb and also having this original thought with my brain as I watched the film. Is I went, what the fuck is up with the fake Steve Buscemi and Norm Macdonald in this scene? Because you've got that guy who looks exactly like Steve Buscemi, and you've got the other guy who looks exactly like Norm Macdonald, and I just felt weird that they have access to these people, but they couldn't get them to star in it. And you're about so to tell yes. me that that guy is Steve Buscemi's brother, that right? That's Michael Buscemi, yeah. Steve Buscemi's brother. Perfect. Um, but the other guy has nothing to do with Norm Macdonald. But they have the same face, right? Like, um, there's something, there's an essence. There is an essence there. Or maybe it's just in the context. So, so I don't see it because I know this guy. Mm. Because he, um, because like most people, I'm sure, I have mm. seen Dumb and Dumber, there's something about Mary, Kingpin. Um, <laughs> All the greats. Shallow Hal. Yeah. Uh, me, myself, and Irene. Like a thousand times. Yeah. And... He's in all of those. Right. He's in all the early Farrelly Brothers movies. Mm. 
as um, various characters. Mm. Um, perhaps best known, he's probably got this biggest role in Kingpin, where he plays a guy they hustle for money in bowling. Right. Um, uh, but um, so he popped up in this, and I was like, oh. A recognizable face who doesn't usually pop up in stuff. Um, so yeah, but and then like, you went, I "What like... is that, Steve Buscemi?" I well, Steve Buscemi has my favorite line in the movie, where he just says, "Shave your neck." It's <laughs> <laughs> good stuff. Rob Moran is also in um, the horror movie "You're Next." Mm. Wait, so those are your two laughs, and they both happen before they get to Africa? Yeah, because it takes fucking ages for them to get to Africa. It's like half an hour before they get to Africa. Can I tell you my... my, I've got 1.5 Only, like, the middle hour of this movie is set in Africa. Yeah, true, but it's still such a long time. (laughs) What are your 2.5 laughs? It's 1.5. Your 2.5 laughs. 0.5 laugh is someone says stop jogging. I can't remember what. I think someone's jogging because I think Drew Barrymore's jogging because she's sad or something. And Wendy McClendon Covey tells her to shut up. Or it could be the other way around. I'm not sure. Uh, 0.5 laugh is when Adam Sandler is on the weird solo champagne boat trip. Is that when, when the British lady yells at him what happens in Africa stays in Africa. It wasn't that bit I laughed at. It was the bit as, like, the establishing shot. It's, like, got Adam Sandler there, and then it cuts to a random guy in a boat with a woman, and they just clink glasses, and he goes, good time. <laughs> I just thought that was really funny. Of like, how I do think we... he's talking about the... Uh, about the, the, the film. <laughs> <laughs> good time. Good time. <laughs> good time. you got to see it. I was just like, yeah, no, that is a really good shorthand to let you know that he is having a good time. <laughs> it's a trick. And um, my third 0.5 laugh, which now I'm actually questioning whether it happened. <laughs> because Oh, no, no, it's fine. Yes, it did happen. My final 0.5 laugh that happens almost an hour later is when they're at the final Little League game and um, Adam Sandler has propelled... Drew Barrymore's youngest child to have confidence and has made him get a home run and then he he gets the home run and it just cuts and Jonathan Loughran is there doing his stupid oh, yeah. eye thing <laughs> and I was like oh of course he's here there he is that was a 0.5 something I just yeah. want to say on Michael Buscemi mm-hmm. he voices Steve um, Buscemi's uh, werewolf character in uh, the Hotel Transylvania free video game. Very good. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, that's so sad. Like, what? Steve isn't available and they're like, we'll get the next Buscemi. Yeah, but you know Jim Hanks does that for everything that Tom Hanks does? Who the fuck is Jim Hanks? Tom Hanks' brother. Jim Christ. Hanks. And, like, any, like, time they do, like, any, like, woody doll voice or, like, video <gasps> game voice... It's Jim. It's all Jim. Wow. Fuck. Oh, (laughs) the other Buscemi, Michael, is apparently in Black Klansman. That's exciting. He is. He's also in I Now Pronounce You Chuck and Larry. Is he? As as Higgy. Higgy? Higgy. Who's Higgy? I don't know. It's pronounced (laughs) Hooger. I'm surprised, like, um, like Michael Buscemi hasn't got, like, the role of, like, uh, 
Randall from Monsters Inc. in like video oh, games. Oh shit! Yeah, that. <laughs> I was thinking that. That's good. Got some more that is great casting. I mean, obviously they based the model after him, maybe or maybe not. I don't know. Well, but... oh, you know, we we can praise Pixar casting all we want until we get to Luca. Um, until we get to Luca. Yeah. Is it bad? I, I watched Luca this week and that was fine. All right. I don't want to get into this whole film Twitter debate of the why LGBT isn't Pixar? I know, just why isn't Pixar as good as they used to be? And people say, oh yeah, it's weird the films you liked as a kid aren't as good as films you like now. That is strange. No, yeah, I guess. I don't entirely agree with that argument anyway, but no, like, I'm just like, I'm just like, Pixar are pretty good. They've made a lot of good movies. Like, that's good enough. Like, it's better track record than most studios. Better track record than Happy Madison. Yeah, I mean, well, I, yeah, true. But Imagine I mean, if we were I will say just Pixar movies. I mean, that'd be great. But I will say that, like Pixar, they started out with the simplest fucking plot of a film, right? And now they've they've gradually been getting more and more convoluted because there aren't that many simple stories. Like, yeah, what like, if toys was... were alive? That was their first film. Yeah, but I mean, like, what if, what if we had souls? Yeah, exactly. It's more convoluted. It's not that convoluted. It's pretty well compared to what I mean for for no, children. Compared to what if toys are alive, it's actually pretty simple. Do you think? Well, no, yeah. it's more metaphysical. Like, what if our emotions had personalities? Yeah, but that's like five years ago. We've got films <laughs> in between. Then it's not even. It's more than five years. What ago, if another fish wanted to find their parents? Well, that was a cash grab. <laughs> I don't that know. I think grab. they're all pretty like. What if what if fish people wanted friends? Uh, yeah, but is that what it is? I yeah, don't know. That is what it is. I don't know. What I mean, I I don't I disagree. Films. Yeah, I what disagree. right? What if toys had what if toys were alive? What if what if bugs had society? What if toys were alive again? What if monsters were real? What if fish got lost? What if superheroes were regular people. What if cars you know, you know, were alive? So I love The Incredibles, but I also blame The Incredibles for the downfall of like superhero storytelling. I could not give a shit anymore if mm. you're going to tell another story about a ragtag group of superheroes who don't kind of act like you think superheroes can act. Like <laughs> I haven't watched The Boys. I hear The Boys is very good. Fuck The Boys. Yes. I haven't watched... Jupiter Legacy. Jupiter's Legacy. I've heard it's shit. I've, it's cancelled already on Netflix. Is it? Um, yeah. Mm. It was a very quick... I think they cancelled it in less than a month. Mm. Um, uh, and, you know, I, I will never watch it. And again, I'm just like, this is the thing I couldn't give a shit about anymore. Like, <laughs> the thing is, you can do it like once or twice. You can do that story once or twice. But once it's done, it's done. Yeah, and but it's like fucking Kickass did it eleven years ago. Yeah, Kickass did it, but I feel like I don't know. And Kickass, as you can hear now on my episode of uh, of Cage Rage, fucking flawless, um, flawless segue. Yeah, Kickass doesn't hold up in itself. I just think like what like The Incredibles nailed it. The uh, mm. the the fucking not normal superheroes. They all pull together. Yeah. Super worked for what it was back when I it came super. out. It's like, so funny. 
mean, I think the like... Umbrella Academy works. I really like the Umbrella Academy. I've never seen the Umbrella Academy. It's I good don't fun. know what that is. It's good fun. I'm just like, how many times can well, like people be like, oh my god, it's so shocking, like, this superhero is actually violent? Oh, you know like, what else like, did it really fucking well? Another Deadpool. Umbrella Academy. Deadpool was really good. You know? no, not Deadpool, fuck off. Deadpool. Misfits. He knows he's dead. And he's a fool. <laughs> he's a fool. Like, uh, yeah. Fuck Misfits, man. I watched some of Misfits. I couldn't give a shit I about that Yeah, but I guess that's because I, I watched it when I was out. You probably came to it later. I mean, it was a great, it was a great show when you were like I watched 20. it when, it, when I was, like, 20. Fine. What if Rat care. was Chef? <laughs> Again, a mildly convoluted plot, but just beautifully... That's the thing, I don't think it even matters on, like, how simple Pixar's plot are. I think the way they're executed is beautiful. Because you could do What If Toys Were Alive, and yeah. it could be shit. Yeah. It's not like they're the first people to do What If Toys Were Alive. Are they not? No, definitely not. I can't. Well, I guess you got the steadfast tin soldier. You've got the one where like Bob Hoskins is a teddy bear and Joanna Ludley is a doll. Is it like called like the Forgotten Toys? I don't know. It sounds horrible. It's like a British TV series. Like, I'm I'm sure there are things where like toys are alive, like kids TV shows and shit. Yeah, steadfast tin soldier. And fucking what's the name? Like Indian in the, the cupboard. That was like watch with mother stuff. Lamb yeah. Shop. Oh yeah. Muff, <laughs> Muffin the mule. Muffin the mule. <laughs> oh, what's the other one? The oh, we've this gone is, so far away. This, from this is turning into like this is turning into one of those like I remember the nineties. We, we've we've gone from like blended to litigating Pixar <laughs> to stupid superhero topics it's a muffin the mule <laughs> we didn't even talk about trumpton hugh pew barney mcgrew dibble and drub when's trumpton getting a reboot it's you can't do it now not with a name like that people will get confused that's right. the trump other one town trump town oh um, yeah blended. blend fuck off i don't want to um, talk about it anymore <laughs> That's well, what else have I got in my one of my notes? Is oh, I hated Shackaloo. <laughs> you know who I hated again? I know this whole thing has just been me going. Do you know who I Alan Cover? No, I mean, yes, I did hate 10 Second Tom coming back. Awful. There are two ties to the Sarn of Us in this Dr. Shackaloo. Although he's no, not playing the same Dr. character. Dr. Shackaloo does not play Dr. Shackaloo. No, that's true. <laughs> Uh, um, ten Second Tom. Ten Second Tom returns in an awful cameo because it's quite sad because he's supposed to be like under constant surveillance yeah. and he's just been let loose in this supermarket. Maybe it's a sad indictment of the American medical system. Also, how did he get from Hawaii, Hawaii. to Georgia? <laughs> how Terrible. did any of us get from Hawaii to Georgia? Well, no one knows. How did um, Alexis Arquette's character from The Wedding Singer? You know what? Travel through time. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I did enjoy that. Did you? I like Alexis Arquette, R.O.P. Uh, I like Alexis Arquette. I'm just like, I get it. Like, these are the two other Sandler Barrymore movies, so they've got to mm. have, like, some weird references to them. It would have been better if John Lovitz just walked in and goes, he's losing his mind, <laughs> and I'm reaping after the... <laughs> I'm reaping the benefits. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Good stuff. Excellent. I uh, like it. I love it. Very good. Um, it, 
I only all I have left is like questions, I guess, or things I hate. Oh no, I hated Kevin Nealon's character of just whenever anything and and his wife. Whatever. His wife is what I really... Her, his wife's one joke is that she shimmies. She shakes her boobs. She shakes her going, boobs. How romantic. It's good stuff. Yeah. I hate Kevin Nealon's shtick of every time something happens, he says things like processing, getting better, yep. something else. <laughs> Recompense. Um, you know? I, just, I, I got really upset by Kevin Nealon being rubbish in this because we had him not too long ago in... Bucky Larson wants to be a star. Oh, yeah, being the best thing in was, it. <laughs> he saves the movie. Did you eat my grape, you fuck? I missed that. Um, other he questions needs that I have. intensity back. He does. It, yeah, when Do he's just like a chill weeds? No, I didn't. Is that he's by... like a lead in weeds. Really? Yeah. That's by someone, isn't it? <laughs> the, it's by, I think, the woman who did Orange is the New Black. That's it. Orange is the yeah. New Black Woman. Weeds was okay for yeah. like a few seasons and then it went really off the boil. Kind of like Orange is the New Black. Um, Nothing sticks to the landing. No. Uh, uh, yeah, questions I had. It, for a family that's suffering from grief, Sandler's daughter, like Espen, has like no pictures of her mum anywhere. Like the, That's because her mum is with her all the time, I even when she goes to school. I guess that's true. Yeah. The joke that Espen is called ESPN is fucking shit. Like, yeah, I get it. All his kids have, like, men's names. Like, his mm. daughter is called Hillary and shortened to Larry. His other daughter, he shortens Louise to Lou. And I saw, yeah. like, some social asset that was, like, it's short for, it's short, it's named after Lou Ferrigno. Brilliant. Um, I made that, you fuck. Yeah, I bet you did. <laughs> um, <laughs> sounds uh, like your type of humour. Um, one thing I noticed, actually, throughout a lot of this film, there's no background music for so many scenes. It's because they've got to have any moment for Terry Crews to burst in with his oh, band. Well, yeah, that's true. They can, but like, like, obviously they've got the needle drops, but like, I couldn't notice any of Rupert Gregson remember. Williams or whatever his name is. Amazing I don't remember score. anything in this movie. It's just so dead and lifeless. It's oh. just, well, this is it. Like it, it, it's just it's a you know it's it's like a half-assed fart of a movie. Mm, it just again. it it just I feel like slowly you've had that, slivers you've said that about out. Another film. I can't. Remember I don't know if I have. Oh, I thought you had. But yeah, this is it's awful. I don't want to talk about it anymore. I mean, Sandler teaches the boys how to do sports. Yeah, that's nice, isn't it? Barrymore, as we've said, takes Bella Fawn. Another Disney star of this movie. I feel like yeah. Sandler's kids must have just loved the Disney Channel. Well, he just and he just, up. like, crops them from that. Yeah. Did a lot, and Grown Ups does it in this. Yeah. Um, Other ones. Yeah. Selena Gomez, then stars in like the Hotel Transylvania oh, yeah, franchise. Shit, true. I'm trying to see in my notes if there's anything. <laughs> my notes is just, my god, the energy in this is zero. It is absolutely <laughs> zero. Yeah, like, what do I have? Like, this is the most That was boring... before they got to Africa. Because one of my notes after that is him picking out pads is like the saddest comedy routine I've ever seen. Yeah, my god. Yeah, I was just like, this is third note is this is the most boring movie entrance of all time. 
just they have a shit date with no energy nothing yeah, funny I mean, happens it's, yeah it's a really horrible way to start the movie. oh i've got the note like fucking kevin nealon's wife talks about blind dating and how blind dating's awful always fat. because because they've all been fat the what she's 10 for 10 all fatties yeah and, and then she says like, sorry to sander yeah i was like no fucking gross um oh uh so one of the big set pieces of this movie is barrymore goes on the parachute thing yes um this is one of the worst constructed set pieces in a movie i think i've ever seen <laughs> continue the, so the the gag is that like she goes up to like show to her kids that she can be fun or whatever um so she goes up and it's all going well and then the car just stops and the guy just turns around and is like we're out of gas well funny you should mention that because according to imdb that is a goof because in south africa they wouldn't have referred to it as gas they would have said petrol (laughs) great the things you learn (laughs) um like like but like just like what a fucking lazy joke like I can't they're find in, the... They're on a safari. Have them like swerve out the way of like an aardvark or something. I don't know what animals. Like, exist like, there. well, fucking rhino walks out. A rhino the walks road, over like, in five seconds. They could do like, anything. It's just, it's just so, like, we're out of gas. It doesn't work in the logic of the film. They're staying in this like multi-million-dollar hotel resort there would be no way that they would send them out in this car that's only gone on like it's only One dr shakalu has done it once before mm. and now they're out of gas like it's just but I, I get that the guy has like the guy who's driving the car he's been shown to be a bit shit before i was gonna say just... that's the joke you're forgetting is that there's a funny sleepy south african man yeah like that's the whole thing i get thing. that but how funny it's just it doesn't really like they could sue this hotel. Yeah, they could. Very easily. If especially if she cracked her vagina. Well, there's that bit where she's gonna get um rogered by the rhino's horn and yeah. the little girl just yells, Her vagina it says vagina. Oh, does she? Yeah, that's why I said vagina. Oh, I didn't that, hear the whole way through vagina. she keeps saying vagina. Oh yeah. It's very there's funny. the line where she's like he doesn't have a vagina. Yeah. Mm. It's good stuff. It's a good movie. It's a good movie. 10 out of 10. Would watch. Would watch again. again yeah. Well, luckily, it's available on multiple streaming platforms. <sighs> have we got any awards? <laughs> we got awards? Of course we got awards. No! <laughs> Back to the Golden Schmoes. Oh, okay. Or it's nominated for Worst Movie of the Year. Yeah. Um, do you want to guess what the other movies of 2014 that are nominated for Worst Movie of the Year? Um, I'll give you some hints if yeah, you like. Yeah, please, I'd like hints. Um, two of them are Michael Bay productions. Pain so and not, Gain? No. Oh. What's after Pain not, and Gain? One of them is directed by Michael Bay. Yeah. Um, is it a Transformers? But, yes, it's Transformers Last Night? Age of Extinction. Oh, Age of Extinction. It wins. Right. Uh, worse. I think that was the worst movie I saw this year. <laughs> um, what else did the Michael other one? Have a hand well, in. he produced a movie that's based on a popular comic book cartoon franchise. Hmm. Something that I'm a big fan of. Dennis the Menace. 
<laughs> something I am a big fan of. Um, other films, another one is another comic book movie that we mentioned earlier. Um, in that was in the box office with uh, Blended. God, I don't remember. That was only an hour ago. <laughs> An hour and forty. I don't remember what else. Mm. What? Um, and the third one, that well, the last one that you need to guess is a sci-fi movie from a no. director of photography turned director. Isn't that one with Johnny Depp? It is. Oh, what is that called? <laughs> like signifier or something? It's called Transcendence. Transcendence. Who is it? Have Wally you seen Fister? that movie? Yeah, it's Wally, Wally Fister. Fister. No, Have I haven't seen, seen that movie. No. Man, that movie is bad. <laughs> really? Well, I thought I've never seen Wally Fister direct anything ever again. <laughs> I think so. he directed the pilot episode of The Tick. Right. Okay. Fine. Um, so uh, yeah, you've got two I, to guess. Uh, all right. One, yeah, one I is a popular. Wise. So the Michael Bay one, um, it's sort of a, it's a reboot. Hmm. Um, there were three live action films before it, and one animated film. Uh, oh, X Men. No. Oh. Um, Fantastic Four. No, it's it's more it's, the comic book is more obscure than that. It's probably best known as like a Saturday morning cartoon thing. X Men. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, what could it be? I, this is going to be one that's going to kill me. What is it? You'll definitely know what it is. I think you might have even worked on it. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah. Oh, yes. I did work on that. Yes. <laughs> <Fuck>. <laughs> oh, God. Not the worst movie of the year. It's not too me. bad. I mean, it's bad, no, it's but not it's not great, too bad. But, like, did you see the second one? Maybe. The second one's badass. Is it? What's that one <laughs> not called? Not really, but it's all right. Pizza time. <laughs> Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Out of the Shadows. That's it. No, I didn't see that one. It's just good because it's got Bebop and Rocksteady in it. Cool. Um, and the other one... Is another is, superhero uh, movie. It's a superhero movie sequel. Yeah. X-Men. Um, no. Uh, it's, it's, it is bad. It's a very bad movie. Um, but it's like a character that everybody loves. It is a sequel to a superhero reboot. Right. Oh, uh, which is Amazing Spider-Man Two. Since. Amazing yeah. Spider-Man Two. Yes, yes, yes. yes, yes. <laughs> have you seen that? That is a bad movie. I have seen. Is that the one where he starts like killing people, <laughs> or is that the first I don't one? He kills people. There's one it? where he gets really mean and starts being horrible. Isn't that like Spider-Man Three? No, not that one. <laughs> I re- I think at some point when I was very depressed, I watched some sort of big video essay about <laughs> about the Amazing Spider-Man, and they were like, Peter Parker would never do this, and it's him like. He would never be in a bad movie. He'd never be in a bad movie. It's him, like, uh, tying someone up with his webbing for, like, fun, rather than... Uh, I don't anyway, know. I don't I remember that. Than... The best part in that movie is when there's, like, the techno introduction of Electro. Yes. <laughs> and it's just like... <laughs> it's great. A terrible film. Um, okay, yeah, this was enough. also nominated for Worst Picture at the Houston Film Critics Society Awards. A lot of worst pictures going around, eh? Um, I mean, this one is legitimately bad. 
Yeah. Like, when Grown Ups 2 was nominated for Worst Picture, you're sort of like, what? What? <laughs> exactly. Like, yeah, that's the thing, right? Like, everyone... So, yeah, every, every week I tell people... People ask at work, like, oh, what film is it this week? And I'm like, you know, I'm doing Grown Ups 2, I'm doing Jack and Jill. And they're like, oh, that sounds terrible. I'm like, no, they're not that bad, man, because... Jack and Jill was bad. I can deal with Jack and Jill. I can deal with I Now Pronounce You Chuck and Larry. I can deal with, like, Grown Ups 2, great movie. Legitimate three out of five. But it's just this. It's I don't know. I put nothing. this in I Now Pronounce You Chuck and Larry on sort of a similar level, except I Now You Pronounce You Chuck and Larry is more offensive. It is more yeah, offensive. I, it was, because I genuinely remember, like, I Now Pronounce You Chuck and Larry also being, like, two hours long and fucking boring. Yeah, no, it's also true. But I feel like this is even more work. Because it's also like saccharine as shit. Yeah. Well, yeah, no, this one was. You don't think I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry turns fucking saccharine. Oh, yeah, at it the does at the end. When they save every gay person <laughs> in New York. At least they're trying, Jack. But, like. Oh. Yeah, but no, this, this film is, is, this just is all the way through. Bad. All the way in through. In fact, this is a better. This, the Houston uh, lineup of Worst Pictures is a better lineup than the <laughs> Golden Schmoes. Because you've got. The winner is the Christian movie The Identical, which I, I think is that. like a guy who looks like Elvis or some shit. Um, oh. <laughs> uh, blended. Yeah. Dumb and Dumber 2, yes. which is. I, I hate to say that's a bad movie, but it's so fucking bad. <laughs> um, it? It's so terrible. Is that the one where they get... actually got the cast? It's not the yeah, prequel one. It's not Dumb and Dumberer. Right. Um, it's Dumb and Dumber 2. We'll cover it when we do Truly Happily Farrelly. Nope. Um, oh, yeah. We're definitely doing Truly Happily Farrelly, Josh. Uh... <laughs> we got to talk Shallow Hal. <laughs> yeah, we I got guess we to. Do. We got to talk Shallow um, Hal. Left Behind. I oh, I love like that film. Have, yeah, I've yeah. seen that film twice, maybe three times. And Transformers for Age of Extinction mm. was also nominated. Yeah, these are bad movies. Yeah, but again, Left Behind... Well, actually, no, Left Behind is quite boring. But at least you've got all the fun, like... <laughs> redi- have you seen it? No. Oh, it's so good. Because it's another Christian film, obviously. Yeah, I know what it is. I've, I, I I know that, and I know, I've like seen bits of the original as well. The original? And, yeah, it's a remake. What?! <laughs> what? Yeah, it's a remake. I think the, the original stars like Kirk Cameron or some shit. Just oh, Josh, quickly search. Yeah. Good God. Okay. Don't. Well, Josh, you know, we're happy that it's nominated. This is one of the few films we can say like, we're genuinely happy it's nominated for Worst Picture. Yeah, true. But it's now. The people have disagreed. <gasps> Which people? The people or the teens the peop- or the kids? The people. The People's oh, the Choice people, Awards people, right. nominated this for favorite comedic movie. Fuck off! The people don't know anything. <laughs> the people like Coldplay and voted for the Nazis. Oh, you're stealing other people's jokes. Okay, it's not stealing. It's a reference. It's, a, it's, it's not stealing. It's a reference. It's stealing. Come on. A reference would be like, oh, you like that bit in Peep Show. But just just do someone else's joke, Josh, and hold it. <laughs> I've not got time for it. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, the it, it it loses. It didn't win favorite comedic movie. What did? Twenty two <laughs> Jump, Jump Street. Street. Fuck yes. Yeah. Bad Neighbors was also nominated, which I quite like. It's good. Um, other nominees include Let's Be Cops, which is fucking awful. <laughs> I feel like I remember it being alright, but it's been a oh, long time since I've it seen it. It was bad. 
And then finally, The Other Woman was nominated. Which one's Cameron that Cameron Diaz did a oh. great 2014. Didn't um, she retire quite soon after this? She did retire quite soon after this. I don't blame um, her. Her last film was Annie, which I am actually a fan of, so. Right. But hey, we're not done yet. Oh, because Because not only did the people speak, mm. did the, the teens the spoke. The teens spoke. The teens spoke. Yeah, the teens spoke three times. Three nominations for Blended at the Teen Choice Awards. Right. Adam Sandler nominated for Choice Movie Comedy Actor. Mm. Uh, did he win? He did not. Oh, he no. lost to Kevin Hart in Ride Along. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Interesting other nominees. Ice Cube for Ride Along. Yeah. Will Ferrell for Anchorman 2, The Legend Continues. I can't believe that came out in the same year. Oh, uh, what a film. Um, and uh, should have won mm. the choice movie actor comedy. Johnny Knoxville for Bad Grandpa. Absolutely. Well, I mean, I haven't seen it, but anything that Johnny Knoxville gets nominated for, absolutely give it to him. Because he is incredible. I rewatched Bad Grandpa this year after watching Bad Trip. <laughs> also nominated for Choice Movie Actress Comedy for Drew Barrymore. Mm. Oh, we didn't talk about this because you and um, our guest Amy Rota were very against uh, Drew Barrymore in Fifty First Dates. Yeah. I'll say I don't think she's that bad in this. No. Compared to Sandler, who's giving it nothing, I feel like she's trying to give it something in this. Yeah, I mean she, I mean she's doing she she's being Drew Barrymore again, but again, I think she's a likable presence. Yeah, she definitely is. Against the Sandler, it's the same... that's not trying whatsoever. Having Drew Barrymore not trying, who is just effortlessly sort of charismatic. Yeah, is, it's the same nice. as sort of like the just go with it thing in which jennifer aniston has was, chemistry with sandler has chemistry but sandler, with sandler doesn't have chemistry, doesn't with, have chemistry with her yeah. yeah sandler's just there for the for the free trip exactly um this is a wild list of nominees um mm. the winner is emma roberts for we're the millers okay <laughs> um cameron diaz is nominated for the other woman christina applegate is nominated for anchorman 2 mm. and then zoe deutsch who I, i'm a fan of is nominated for vampire academy what the fuck is that <laughs> good question which one's zoe she's in everybody wants some oh she's movie of all time leah thompson's daughter right yes 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 and then this was nominated for choice movie comedy Loses to the other woman, mm-hmm. uh, but it was also nominated against Anchorman Two, Ride Along, and Vampire Academy. The mm. teens were really into Vampire Academy. They really love Vampire it's a shame, Academy. A film shame that doesn't they didn't exist. go see it because it made no money. I was say, what is it? What is it's it? It's from the director of um, Mean Girls. Oh, okay. And it's like, it's and it's from the writer of Heather's, who is the brother of the director of Mean Girls. What? Um, Gabriel Burns in this? Why? The, the hallmark of any good film. I love Gabriel Byrne. Do you love Ghost Ship? <laughs> it sounds good. I really want to see <laughs> the one where like he's the devil. Oh, like. End of Days. I want to see that. Oh, I've seen End of Days. End of Days is pretty good. Like, it's a 1999 movie. Huh? That's a 1999 movie. Is it? Oh, I haven't watched yeah. it yet. He's in my favourite... Um, 
Coen Brothers movie. He's in... Miller's Croissant. Miller's Croissant. Oh, you're so fucking boring, Josh. If that's your favourite Coen Brothers movie. It's so good. It's so funny. <sighs> I don't know. Yeah, give me man. give me a serious man any day. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, are, you, are you serious? You don't like a serious man? I don't think I do. Oh, Serious Man's I remember being fucking very bored, incredible. But maybe I need to revisit it's it. It's one of the funniest movies I've ever seen. I think I need to revisit it then. <laughs> Where's the spider? This, also, we, we're back to one of my favourite awards. Mm. As I'm, it's uh, the Career Killer Award. Mm. It's the Young Artist Awards. Yes, 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 yes. Um, and uh, this is nominated for Best Performance in a Feature Film, Supporting Young Actress. Now, of the Supporting Young Actresses, which do you think would be nominated? I would say the youngest one. You'd say the youngest Lou. one. You're wrong, Josh. What? Is it Espen? It's Espen. Fuck off. What? <laughs> she does nothing in this film apart from be mopey and weird. She is now part of the MCU. No. Who is she? Yeah. She is um, Ant-Man's daughter grown up in oh my Endgame. God. Okay. And so she'll be in the next Ant-Man movie. Okay. Well done. <laughs> um, she is nominated. She loses to Lila Crawford for Into the Woods, which is a shockingly awful performance. Mm -hmm. um, uh, the winner here should have been fucking Mackenzie Foy for Interstellar. Who's like the young Jessica Chastain? Yeah, she's incredible in that movie. She's so Is this the same good. year as Interstellar? Yeah. My God. <laughs> Mackenzie Foy in Interstellar is like one of the best child performances in a movie, like, period. Yeah, it's incredible. The bit where she, like, won't see her dad before he's yeah, going to go. It's, it's heartbreaking. I cry at that bit. Interstellar, Interstellar is a ridiculously good movie that people do not give the credit it deserves no. because they just don't. They, they're like, it's weird. I don't get it. It's true. Well, I, to be honest, I remember I saw it at the cinema. I saw it at the IMAX with my family. And I remember coming up being like, ah, it's all right. And my dad just being like, fucking hell. That's incredible. <laughs> and he doesn't really like, he doesn't like love. No little films specifically, or like big films or whatever. And I was like, yeah. And then I rewatched it a couple of years ago, and I was like, fuck me, I was wrong. <laughs> like, this is incredible. It is great. All the way it's, through. Like, it's just full of ideas, which mm. I think is the best way to make a movie, really. I mean, I know it's... <laughs> Something that blended is not full of. No ideas. Like, I know it's the bit that everyone shares or whatever, and... But yeah, cry. yeah, the McConaughey watching the videotapes is it's just, great. It's amazing. You'd cry too if your son turned into Casey Affleck. You absolutely would. <laughs> I'm being mean because I love Manchester by the Sea. Um, yeah, he's a bad man. He is a bad man, but Manchester by the Sea is a phenomenal film. Um, Haven't seen. Maybe I should. Also nominated was Madeline McGraw for American Sniper, which I haven't seen. Was she playing um, the doll baby? The doll baby. <laughs> <laughs> um, this was also nominated at the at the Young Artists Awards, whatever, mm. for best performance in a feature film, young ensemble cast. Oh, what for all the kids? All the kids, mm. except I lie, it wasn't nominated. It won. Oh <gasps> my god, an award winner. <laughs> <laughs> the only other nominee was Alexander and the Terrible, Horrible, No Good, Very Bad Day. Good. Which is a movie I have seen. 
Is it good? It's terrible, horrible, no good, very bad. <laughs> good. They really put it right on the poster. Um, I would love to see it. Like, it was absolutely passable shit. Perfect. Much more than this. Um, I, I don't like that it wins this award because it means that fucking kid, Braxton, Braxton. Bre- Beckham, has an award. Oh, that's true. Yeah, but he only has, like, what, a fifth of an award? Yeah, I guess. So we'll say that. Um, and that's that's all the awards for Blended. Mm, thank fuck. Jack, who's your MVP? My MVP for this motion picture? Mm. Um, my MVP for the motion picture <laughs> Blended. Blended. Yeah. Is, um, <laughs> you know, uh, is the IRS. The IRS? Yeah. What did they? What did the IRS do, Jack? They're finally on to Zandler padding out his budgets. Oh, I see. Oh, you think that's <laughs> why he's so, so sad? Because he got found out. He got found out, and he has to make a movie for a regular price. And oh. uh, and he's just like, no, oh, I guess this is what real movie making is like. Good God. Yeah. I say as well, like this is uh, also like written by like two people who aren't Sandler. Stalwarts. I was going to say, I, I saw their names, Ivan, I didn't recognise them. Ivan Menchel, who is like a Disney Channel writer. He wrote on Phil of the Future mm. and Jonas, which is the Jonas Brothers TV series. Mm. What if the brothers didn't fuck? <laughs> <laughs> it's a bold it's strategy, a we'll see if it works. And then it's also written by Claire Sarah. Two um, first names, that's bad. Well, it's spelled S E R A. Like, like nobody spells their name like that. Uh, and she is, she hadn't written. She wrote a TV movie called "Doing It Yourself." About wanking. Which, yeah. Um, and then she wrote "Blended," and since then she wrote the screenplay for the animated movie "Smallfoot," which right. was like. What if Bigfoot what if, small? What if what if James Corden was found by Bigfoot? Oh, I hate that. <laughs> Awful. Okay. <laughs> Good stuff. Um, yeah, I just thought it was just interesting to note that it's not written by Tim Hurley. He shows up. He's in the film. Is Tim Hurley in the Tim film? Tim Hurley is in the film. He's the um he <laughs> is, is he playing the young Richard Griffiths? <laughs> he is. No, he's playing um he's playing the dad of the when Adam Sandler and um Larry are playing basketball and she does that awkward oh. sexy dance for And he fake they Robert don't recognize That's a really bad moment in this. It's film. extremely terrible, yes. Where she's like, I don't know how to act like a girl, so I'm going to dance. Yep, that's what girls do. Um, Tim Hurley is playing the dad yeah. who says like, that's a girl or something. And then Terry Crews and his gang show up to sing so, a song about how you got beaten you by got a girl. You got beaten by a girl. Yep. <sighs> Who's your MVP? My MVP <laughs> is someone who has been an MVP a lot of other times, I think. Um... And who doesn't make an appearance in this film? Norm Macdonald. It's not Norm Macdonald. He's never. I don't think he's he's ever been my MVP. It's he's um, been mine. It's Peter Dante. Because all uh, all the other Sandler stalwarts are in there. You've got 
Covert's not in there. Huh? Alan Covert's not in We've there. We've talked about Alan Covert being in it. He's 10 Second Am Tom. Oh, of course he is, yeah. He's 10 Second Tom, man. He's in this. Jonathan Sorry, Loughran's in I f- this. I forgot about that. Jonathan Loughran's in this. And that's all of them, isn't it? Or is there another one that I've forgotten about? Well, I mean, like, Kevin Nealon, I guess. Yeah, Kevin Nealon's there. He's another one. But, um, hey, as I just said, Norm MacDonald's not in it. Norm MacDonald's not in it. But he's not really... He's not, like, a core... He's not, he's not one of the cronies who you never see in anything else. That's true. He's got his own life. He's got his own life. So, yeah, it's um, Peter Dante for knowing to steer the fuck away from this film and not... He would have fit into it as just a guy working at the resort. Yeah, but that's the thing. Only, according to this film, only and black you know, people can work in the Africa. He's good friends with Dr. Shackley. Yeah, that, oh shit, that's true. <laughs> he could have come over. It could have been an origin story. <laughs> of him getting Dr. Shackley. Yeah. I want to clarify, this film is racist as fuck. Only black people work at the Africa Hotel. It's true. It's true. It's awful. Apart from the cricket fun. player. Well, he, he doesn't work at the hotel. Do you not think? I thought he did. No, I think he's, he's not there with himself. his blended family. He's, I think he's just hired by Sandler. Because Sandler's paying him in t-shirts. <laughs> Who's your LVP, uh, Jack? My LVP is... Um, is not a... Is, is a weird one. <gasps> Yeah, here we go, buddy. My LVP is something that came up in this movie and again reminded me that they've just put zero energy into it. Mm-hmm. Uh, my LVP is the fact that when Adam Sandler is sitting down and watching TV with his youngest daughter, mm-hmm. they are watching the 1990s cartoon uh, <laughs> Tiny Toons. Right, yeah. There is no reason a child would watch Tiny Toons in the year 2014. <laughs> right. And Adam unless, Sandler's too old to have watched it when he was a kid. Yeah, unless like Adam Sandler like dug it out because like he was a fan, but there's no, there's nothing yeah, that indicates exactly. in this that he would have been a fan. Um my so my LVP is whoever was sort of like putting that together and just looked at the sort of Warner Brothers archive <laughs> like stuff they could use and was just like, "Oh, Tiny Toons. Yeah, sure." It's fucking lazy. It's just an indication of how lazy this fucking movie is. Yeah. Garbage. And I love Tiny Toons. Mm. And, you know, I'm happy to see it. I'm sure, like, fucking another penny in Spielberg's wallet. Um, I bet he's really fucking happy about that. Does he profit off it somehow? He produced Tiny Toons. Wow. (laughs) Okay. Man's got a lot of fingers and a lot of pies. Oh, it's like he did the Animaniacs as well. What? Yeah. Okay. That's why there's like a load of Spielberg references in Animaniacs and Tiny Toons. That makes sense. <laughs> that and Spielberg was like a cultural revolution at the time. Yeah, Josh, who is your LVP? You're not, like, honestly, like... <sighs> Us. Yeah, no. I just, I can't pick one. It's just... <laughs> It is pure crap. It's just pure crap. Like, there's nothing about this that's good. I mean, like, I can't... The editors, like, it's too long. But again, then, that's giving... That's taking away from the writers who wrote this film. 
but that's taken away from the studio or like from happy madison themselves who like greenlit this film can i give you one yeah please adam sandler and drew barrymore destroying their goodwill that's a good yeah that's a very good one that's very <laughs> like, good they you know that they were seen as sort of like a hollywood like couple like sandler and barrymore new hepburn and tracy you know, fred and <laughs> right not fred and rose fred, fred and ginger fred and ginger you know like they did two movies together both were pretty well regarded mm. um i know you're not a fan but people generally like yeah they do, first they dates do. and to throw it all away for blended for just like a holiday and not even a cash grab because no one's getting paid enough yeah and for like i mean i know we've kind of half talked about terry Crews, but like debasing terry cruz by having him in this like is this is this the second one because he's in click yeah where he basically plays this white chick's character yeah is this the only is that the only two that he's in i can't think of another but in we didn't even mention that Shaq's back. For yeah, this Shaq's one. back. It's fine. <laughs> he doesn't really do anything. He's just there. It's just, it's just weird. It's like when you like cast Schwarzenegger as like a normal person. Yeah, exactly. Like casting Shaq as a guy who works in a sporting goods store doesn't make any sense. Well, he's tall. Because you're just like, I, that actually might be the best part of the movie, just because it's like so surreal. Mm. The idea of seeing him. Working in a spotty good store. Sorry, I of course should have remembered that Terry Crews is back for the Ridiculous Six. Uh, I was talking of ones that we we've watched. Oh, ones we've watched so far. Yes, he's only been in two, and then he comes back for Sandy Wexler. Great, comedic (sighs) genius. Uh, So yeah, I was looking at the lineup of films we've got like after this, Mm. and I'm I'm I'm. It's not good, is it? It's not. <laughs> There's literally nothing coming up apart from Hubie Halloween. We have to get through like what twelve the, films. The, I, I'm excited to watch the week of. Actually, no. Fuck you, because you know what's coming next. Yeah, there's nothing exciting <laughs> coming. Mate, if you love holiday movies, I then don't. You are gonna love. I don't. Pop I think I've made movies. it very clear that I don't like these oh, holiday movies. Tough. Tough. But you know what we've got after that. Yeah, I can see it now. Two hours of Joe Dirt. I'm Joe Dirt! I'm Joe Dirt. Okay. Two. Two. Beautiful loser. That's me. So did you have, like, an official LVP or (laughs) just life in general? Just life in general, yeah, man. It's just, like, the whole thing. I can't... I can't... You can't pick it apart into its yeah into its constituent it's just as a whole this is just awful do you know who who my my near mvp was if i was just going to be serious with an mvp oh, yeah, go instead on. of picking the I, the irs um uh wendy mcglendon covey mm. she's giving it her all in this film she doesn't have a lot but like she is she's more tuned into trying to make this a comedy than sandler is anytime yeah that is true um, like, but she just doesn't have the lot. line. She doesn't have the lines, but she she's trying. The lines, but she's trying. Like her, she's, she, I think she's got like more of a clear definition of who her character is than anyone else in this movie. Yeah, that's true. 
She's just and of course Abadule Ngom. Yeah, doing good work. The actor of our time. <laughs> oh, imagine if he was as my father. Oh, anyway. Well, um, I can't believe you didn't realise it was Shagaloo. It's the last time he's in one of these movies. No! But you did such a good job. <laughs> the only other movie he's in after this is The Greasy Strangler. Oh, I do want to see that. He doesn't even have a character name in that. Oh, I feel so bad. I like, genuinely feel so bad for him. He's done so much work to be <laughs> to have his final credit in a film as Senegalese Tourist. Oh, don't forget, he then pops up in the TV show Legion, which I don't think is a real show. As Driver. As Driver. Good God. Oh, Legion is that X-Men show. It is a real show. Dan Stevens? Aubrey Plaza? Plaza. Yeah, this was a show. I've never heard of it. (laughs) Jermaine Clement? Okay. Dan Stevens plays, like, Professor X's son or something like that. Oh... Okay, it all sounds good. Um, okay, Josh, how can people find you? If you want to follow me on Twitter, Instagram, any of these social channels, you can at P-A-P-S-B-Y, at P-A-P-S-B-Y, that's at Papsby. It rhymes with Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Pretty sure you've done that one before. Oh, I sure. don't care. He's only got like six films. Jack Gregson, where can people follow you? On social you can channels. find me at cameo.com forward slash Peter Dante question mark QID equals one six two four three one one two 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 two. Yeah, you can um you can find me at JFG in digital three D mm. across various different platforms like uh, um, Mobius Strip. Mm-hmm. Uh, friend game <laughs> gets better every time. <laughs> uh, steal this website. Um, R.I.P. Abby Hoffman. Uh, we can't um, keep going this long. Uh, Clark's fans. Sixty nine. Thirty seven. Oh, Thirty seven. Yeah, nice. Um, yeah, you can find me there. But mostly on cameo.com for Peter Dante question mark QID equals one six two four three one one two 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 two. very good. People, you can follow the podcast at True Hat Mad on uh, Instagram and Twitter. You can send us an email, truehatmad at gmail.com. And uh, please leave us a rating and a review wherever you found this podcast, if it has that functionality. We really appreciate it. It's very nice. Oh god, we really didn't want to talk about this movie this Absolutely week. Absolutely not, because it's horrible. Uh, and as always, um, horse shit. Bye. <laughs> Bye.